You're listening to the It's Fine podcast with Rachel Varkey. I, Rachel, am on maternity leave to spend some much-needed quality time with my son. In the meantime, enjoy some awesome and important nuggets from my 2023 podcast year. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with new content soon. If you know anything about me, I present very well. At least to the naked eye. I am poised, I am charismatic, I am charming. But most of the time, I am an anxious, nervous ball. When I'm taken out of my routines, I can get rocked to my core. I talk a lot to you all about how extremely eager I am to be liked and approved by others. And I punish myself a lot. I can talk negatively about myself to myself a lot. When I stumbled upon Captain Morgan Schaffler's book, The Perfectionist Guide to Losing Control, I was shook. I read the first chapter and I was like, damn, I'm a perfectionist. I had no idea. Now, before you dismiss this episode because you don't believe you're a perfectionist, I also did not believe that I was a perfectionist. The biggest lesson that I learned and the lesson that I want you to hear today is that you don't earn your right to joy. What does that mean? Well, you're just going to have to listen to find out. Hey. I'm Rachel, and this is the It's Fine Podcast. I know many people, if I just lost 15 pounds, or if I just had my baby, if I just had that job, or when I have a million dollars, when I find the right partner, whatever, If I'm in this ideal state, then I have achieved worthiness. I think a lot of times we attach our worth, which is worth is very lofty words. What I mean by that is your sense of entitlement to joy, love, dignity, freedom, and connection, right? So how entitled do you feel? How much you feel you deserve those things? Whether you feel like you have to earn those things, those are all commentaries on your sense of self-worth. And Self-worth is about understanding that all that stuff that I just mentioned, joy, love, dignity, connection, freedom, those are birthrights. You don't earn them. But there's a line in the book where I say, I might have written this whole book just to write this next sentence. And the sentence is, you don't earn your way to joy. So a lot of people, to give an example, delay their joy, delay feeling alive, delay taking pleasure in their day or their relationships with their life, sitting down to a conversation with a friend without agenda, like laying down for 10 minutes, taking a walk, like actually having a hot tea in a cup without a top on it because you're not on the go. None of the converse of those things are bad. It's not bad to drink coffee during your commute or do this or that, but it's like whether you're over-indexed on getting to where you're trying to be versus whether you're allowing yourself to take pleasure and enjoyment in where you are now, they're not mutually exclusive. But what I see often, especially in high achievers, is that people make a really excellent plan to be very happy later. And in doing so, they rob themselves of actually enjoying their lives. It's really interesting because when these things are not exactly going my way, I immediately go to, what am I doing wrong? 
what can I do more of or how can I strive more rather than just like giving myself a micro ounce of joy in the moment, right? I think how others perceive perfectionism, it's like I want my paper to look a certain way or I need everything wrapped in a tidy bow. It's a lot bigger than that. It's this idea that like I am worthy where I am right now and like really tackling this idea that I don't deserve this or I'm not worthy. If you take nothing else from my book or, you know, anyone listening never encounters my work again or doesn't buy The Perfectionist Guide to Losing Control, I would love for you to just take this away, which is that punishment doesn't work because we think punishment works. And not only does punishment not work, it makes everything worse. It's heartbreaking to me to see people punish themselves. And we think of punishment in a literal like guillotine kind of way, but punishment in the way it shows up in everyday life is really subtle and looks a lot like discipline and looks a lot like, well, I'm just taking personal accountability and looks a lot like making yourself suffer so that you can prove that you mean business this time, you're sorry, you're this, you're that. Punishment is dumb. It is not a strategy. It is the laziest approach to change, if you can even call it that. And so the way I define a punishment is laying pain on top of what is already there. That is the entire objective of the punishment, to create more pain. And so punishments look like doing things that you know are going to hurt you or withholding things from yourself that you know are going to help and restore you. The alternative to punishment, and I hate even saying that because it makes it sound like punishment is even an option, which is not, um, is self-compassion. Self-compassion is powerful. It is a skill that is not optional. You need to learn how to exercise self-compassion if you want to grow. You just need it because we're all human beings and we default to punishment. And punishment, this is the last thing I'll say about it, and I spell these definitions out in the book, punishment is really different than discipline, personal accountability, rehabilitation, and allowing a natural consequence to unfold. All those four things that I just mentioned, they all involve some degree of thoughtfulness, retrospection, a plan to approach this, a similar situation in an improved way. They all involve a lot of energy and work. Punishment. It doesn't involve any energy, retrospection, plan to improve, anything like that, which is why I say punishment is so lazy. Listen, you already have your birthright for joy. You, in all of your flaws and imperfections, you are perfect. Even if you aren't in your ideal body, even if your career is a mess, you haven't found your person, you don't have your ideal family, you can't have a baby. Your parents suck. You don't have money. Despite all of these things, all of the things and ways we deem ourselves as unworthy and undeserving, you must give yourself self-compassion. I love Catherine's thought that punishment is the absolute laziest thing that we can do. And I totally agree with that. It changed my thought on how hard I can be on myself. The thing about punishment is that it's so easy to blame yourself, be rude to yourself, talk down to yourself. When we say things that are unkind and unfair, when we don't look at the context of our circumstances, it's just a really simple way of staying exactly where you are instead of challenging yourself to say, what can I do differently? What processes can I put in place? What kindness can I afford myself? So here's my advice. 
How can you take this opportunity, this moment, to turn all of that self-hatred, that anger, that frustration that you feel, and turn it into something productive, worthwhile? That's what really matters when it comes to giving ourselves the joy that we deserve. 